Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to 10 minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Don Rehm, who is the CEO of E3 Solutions, an author and a TEDx speaker. Don has traveled around the globe to speak to business leaders about creating healthy workplace cultures and deep engagement through the lens of neuroscience. Don, welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you here. So, so tell me, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? We work with CEOs and other senior leaders that are challenged in hiring uh, and retaining top quality talent. Hiring, retaining, so bit, that's definitely a big retention issue. And in today's world, there's so many opportunities and so many companies are doing so bad. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, what we, the, the base of what we do is we measure employee engagement inside an organization to get a good sense of what the culture is like. And that is going to be one of the, the last uh, differentiators among companies is what does it feel like to work here? So we go in with a science-based survey and we measure engagement by manager. Uh, every manager gets their own score. Um, so we can help them understand whether their culture is one where people would like to stay. That's really fascinating. So you, you kind of go in, it, it's, it sounds similar to like a 360 to some extent, but you're going in and finding out the culture underneath each manager. So in an organization, Mitchell, you've got, a, you've got one culture writ large across the whole organization. In locations or departments, you have subcultures. Under managers, you have microcultures. And 70% of the variance in how engaged an employee is is determined directly by their immediate manager or supervisor. So if Got you it. really want to know what's going on inside your company, you have to have it at the managerial level or you just can't act on it. I, by the way, absolutely beautiful. So, so I might even go back to the CPOP and said, we work with management and particularly the, the micro subculture of organizations to see if people want to work for this company, something like that. But anyway, that, that, was, that was beautiful. As, as most folks know, employees join companies, they quit managers. So it's really important to understand which managers, they may be technically competent and brilliant, but as leaders of other human beings, they're really struggling. And we'd like to get an early look at that so we can help senior leaders um, prevent the kind of hemorrhaging of staff that many are seeing today. By the way, as a beautiful aha, ma aha, aha message 
I absolutely love that. Um, how do you give credibility? How do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, um, my background is in the sciences. I was a technical consultant to the House Science, Technology, and Space Committee in the House of Representatives. Then I was a science advisor to the Secretary of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And then I wrote a book that Forbes published called Thrive by Design, the neuroscience that drives high-performance cultures. But probably more importantly, we understand at, a, at a, almost down to the cellular level what drives human behavior when people are at work. And this is one of the beautiful things that neuroscience has given us. And all we're trying to do is to help organizations create those conditions inside the workplace because we do now know the precise conditions where homo sapiens thrive. And that's what we measure. And then we measure it again in subsequent years. And just for, for an example, our average increase in employee engagement in the first year working with us is 23% increase. So nice. we have data and, and a long now track record of being able to do this. And this is uh, tens or hundreds or thousands. How many, how many different organizations or how many different, how many people do you think you've been affected? Which, which one of those is an well, easier we, number? We've worked with hundreds of organizations and over 50,000 employees um, in measuring this over six years. That's beautiful. And it's, it's just really important. And, and here's one other thing for your listeners that are considering measuring engagement. Most of the survey tools that are out there are actually measuring employee satisfaction, not engagement. And that's a fool's errand. Uh, employee satisfaction is an attitude. Employee engagement is a behavior. One's predictable of what they'll do next. The other is not. You know, you're speaking just like a true neuroscientist, and I appreciate I It's it's beautiful to hear those words come out. So thank you for reinforcing your credibility. Um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Well, I give uh, keynotes all over the country. I give workshops all over the country, uh, through Great Britain, all over, all over North America, um, through our website, e3solutions.com. And of course, from the book, it's just generating all kinds of interests um, in and I also do a lot of speaking in a business organization called Vistage. And I speak with a lot of Vistage groups throughout the year, which are small groups of CEOs. Got it. And do you, do you end up doing um, uh, any social media? Do you spend, is there a particular one you spend more time on? You know, I, I do a podcast every Wednesday that folks can get thrived by design from wherever they get podcasts. I blog. Um, I, I am personally not that present on social media, but my staff are. Um, and of course, on LinkedIn, we have a strong presence. But I've spent most of my time working directly with clients um, and traveling to go work with them. Directly. Oh, well, I can even imagine the, the Vistage schedule gets pretty high, too, just going out and speaking to people. It does. I, I really appreciate I really appreciate that. So if, if you're listening to this and, and you recognize that, You've allowed your organization to have micro, micro cultures that are encouraging the employee base to leave. You have a big retention issue and you're trying to figure out where it is, where it comes from, what is, are the next steps. You're going to want to reach out to Don Ream. Don, what is the, next, the, the best way for people to reach out to you? Well, Forbes put together a website with the podcast and other things, which is just donream.com. You can also go to my company website, e three, the number three solutions.com and look for me there. You can also uh, just link in with me on LinkedIn, Don Ream. Got it. Don, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. It's my pleasure. It's a great platform you provide, Mitchell. Happy to I, be here. I appreciate it. And guys, thanks for watching. Click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care. Bye now.
Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Andrea Simon, who is a corporate anthropologist management consultant. That's a beautiful mouthful. She's a podcast host, speaker, and award-winning author. Her expertise is in helping organizations change. Uh, Andrea, welcome. It's nice to be here, Mitch. Oh, it is so great to interact with you again. And thanks again for having me on your show. And uh, tell me, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Well, we help organizations that need or want to change. And in the world we're in today, maybe this is true throughout time, but in the huge transition we're making from, I would call the industrial age to the global village, everything is on the table and everything needs to change. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, we're in the fourth industrial revolution, aren't we? And as an anthropologist, our job is to help you, and I say these words intentionally, see, feel, and think in new ways so that you can adapt to fast-changing times. That's what humans have always done. They've evolved. But now the question is, how do you do that? Humans hate to change. Their brains hate to change. And they don't have a whole lot of skills. There aren't any MBA programs on, here's how to adapt to fast-changing times. So that's what we do. Got it. So, so typically, uh, what happens? You'll, you're, you go into organizations, and what is it? How do you, how do you execute? What do you, what is it that they, when they bring you in, what is it that you do? Well, but it's interesting. When they bring us in, they typically first they hire us because they need to change. They've come to that conclusion, often with a crisis or one that's coming. And then the second thing they say to us is, "Oh, we don't do that." And I begin with, well, if you don't do that and you're not changing, it's time for us to figure out what we will do. So I take them exploring. And I do think that the hardest thing for people to do is step out and be a little anthropological and look at their business through a fresh lens. And I tell them it's not that hard. Let's go explore. And what do we do? So we often go to their own customers, but not to the purchasing or R&D, but to the C-suite. Often we stand on the, on the client's floor and watch them manufacture something, actually use the equipment, or we'll go to somebody they'd like to have as a client and say, can we just hang out? Let's see what's going on. And what we find is that as we walk out the door, the client and I write down everything we saw and heard, and it's like we were in two different places. They're all trying to fit it into their box, and I'm trying to find the gaps that would create a whole new box. Hmm. The conversations are so fascinating. Because it isn't that we weren't in the same place, listening to the same people tell us the same stories. We were just listening for different kinds of things. So one of the things that come out of this is how do you listen? Not for filling in the blanks or trying to be better at selling your product, but listening for all the what ifs, could you, how could we, unmet needs. And then how do you find people who could use you who haven't yet? Because your growth isn't going to come from more of the same cheaper. That's an old strategy. And in these changing times, you're going to have to stop and really rethink what we're doing and how we're going to get there. So that's what we do. Mm. Well, I'm going to say I heard you. That was tasty, and I see your vision. All right. So um, (laughs) beautifully (laughs) done. Hey, so how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, credibility comes from many places, as you know. But 
Um, when I wrote my book, part of it was to tell the cases of seven of our clients who had needed a little anthropology to go back to growing again. And so the book won an award and it has done exceptionally well for teaching people about how a little anthropology can help. And then we have a podcast and we bring people like yourself, Mitchell, on there to help share because we call the podcast On the Brink with Andy Simon. Most of the clients are on the brink. Most people are on the brink. They're either going to fall or soar. And so sometimes they need a little hand on how to do it better or differently. And then we do a whole lot of public speaking at the end of the day. While I love posting on LinkedIn and engaging there and doing my Facebook and my Twitter and my Instagram, uh, we are content marketers, um, but I really do like to get out and actually talk to people and watch their eyes because the whole process, particularly using innovation games and other techniques to help them experience it, is as I go from, oh, we don't do that to, oh my gosh, I could do that, to an epiphany, which is why am I not doing that? I get joy and they get joy. But I'll tell you, until they see it, I can say all the words, it doesn't do any good. So credibility comes from the experience. And then the brain has this aha moment. And you love the neurosciences as I do. And when all of a sudden it sees something and it goes, oh, swish, and there's a whole new opportunity. And then we help them actually convert the ideas into innovations because often um, they're good at the ideas, which are hard. But now I'm not quite sure what do I do next. And that becomes a job for a, a little bit of consulting help, which we love to do. And you've touched you've touched hundreds of companies. You've got a PhD in anthropology. You're, you you you've been doing you've got a lot of background and credibility for this stuff. Yes, we've done hundreds of clients with thousands of employees and hundreds of their clients uh, their clients' clients. Um, it, it is interesting because often in a company healthcare clients with 5,000 employees, everybody has a different idea about what the problem is and how to solve it. And often they have a lot of data. We teach a course called your data is talking to you. Can you hear it? Because what they find is that they can't hear it. And then they tell the same story to different people, all of whom misinterpret it. And everyone shoots down the data. It's so interesting to watch how fast they kill the data and the data carrier. So we try to help them. But there's thousands of people who move the needle because together we help them see things through a fresh lens. Oh, I like that. And so you talked a little bit about it in terms of sharing your credibility. Um, You're doing the speaking. You got a podcast. What else? A little bit of social media. What else do you, how else do you share your credibility? How do people get to see you that way? You know, when we run our workshops, um, the workshops were enablers. We truly believe that um, people can only hear so much of what you say. And so the credibility comes from listening to themselves um, begin to explore things in a new fashion. So the workshops we do, I, mean, I have 30 of them this uh, year. I've done 400 and, I don't know, over 400 of them in the last few years. And, and I find that the credibility comes not from coming and saying, I'm a doctorate in anthropology, I want to tell you stuff. It's actually, I want you to experience some things. And by so doing, all of a sudden, uh, begin to understand what could be and how it could become. But I will tell you that the most difficult thing for people, even after a good workshop, is having a guide to get them from one step to the next. And we often have them mm, visualize where they want to go. And the credibility that you're asking about comes from once that visualization is done, pretty good granularity, we help them backward plan it. Sometimes we play a game called Remember the Future. You got there. How'd you get there? And in the gaming, 
um, this is as an enabler or facilitator, they backward plan themselves to, oh my gosh, this is what I have to do first. And then I don't have to work so hard because they're already defining the steps they have to take. And the credibility builds with, ah, that's what you were telling us. Yeah, that's now yours. And that transfer is really very important and very pleasurable for us. If you're listening, watching, feeling this episode, and you recognize the need for a pragmatic anthropologist to help you with the change in your organization that's necessary, you're going to want to reach out to Andrea Simon. Andrea, what is the best way for people to do that? I think that the best way today is to go visit our websites, uh, simonassociates.net and andysimon.com are the two websites. andysimon.com is for our book. You can find our podcast on both, simonassociates.net. They both have contact information there. And I think that's the best way for you to reach out. And we try to respond very quickly because typically people come to us just about crisis time. And we're almost the emergency room. And it's a role we love to play because you won't change until you have a crisis or you're almost creating one. And uh, you don't want to do that. So before it's there, come and visit. That's beautiful. Well, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. It's a pleasure, Mitchell. And, and guys, thanks for watching. Um, clearly, this is an episode you want to like and share. So please do that. And we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is my very special friend, Lisa McDonald, who is an author, motivational speaker, TV and radio host, and blogger. She empowers business owners and entrepreneurs to transform their lives, achieve their goals, and turn their dreams into realities by approaching life, love, and work with fearlessness, gratitude, enthusiasm, and hope. Lisa, I so miss you. I'm so happy to, to be able to uh, have you on the air and talk to you. I'm having deja vu. But you know what? As I said before we went live here, I'm having Mitchell withdrawal and I have had for quite some time. I love working with you. So thank <laughs> you for, thanks for welcoming back. This is such an honor and such a privilege. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. So what is your, your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? People who are immobilized by fear. That's simple. Wow. I, I hear that. And it, it's like all of a sudden this, like the shocking pain came over my body. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, there are so many people I know that, that, that this fits them. Uh, tell me a little bit more. What do you do? So I've taken my message to the masses. I'm very fortunate, like you, being a podcaster, C-Suite Radio Network. Uh, we have 8 million listeners. We're heard in 145 countries. So in concert with my guest of each week, we talk about how to eradicate fear uh, with whatever the message is that's unique to my guest, as well as myself. We talk about tools. We talk about nuggets. We talk about wisdom. Um, so, And I do this with my coaching and my mentoring clients, and I do this through my daily uploads of positive inspiration for how to eradicate fear via social media. And on the coaching and mentoring, tell me a little bit more. What does a client get when they work with you? 
Uh, they get more than what they bargained for, that's for sure, because I'm big about accountability. Uh, and in ways that they didn't necessarily recognize upon uh, initial point of contact, what was perhaps subconsciously blocking them, we go deep and we go deep fast. Um, so we're really looking at the framework that they're working with. We're really looking at their infrastructure of support or lack thereof. And uh, just their, their sense of self-concept, self-worth, because that's often what trips people up. Mm. So I'm going to say on this particular one, kinesthetically, I absolutely so feel your message. It's, it's a very crazy, very cool. And, and I know this, but I need to ask you, how do you have the credibility to do what you do? Well, the credit, I'm all about results. Results don't lie. So my results come from daily metrics. My results come from being 95% referral based as a business. Uh, and my brand, of course, being living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Uh, my results come from testimonials, credible testimonials, incoming, forthcoming, voluntarily. Um, you know, it comes from my client roster, which is increasingly expanding. Uh, it comes from the content that I put up. It comes from people seeking me out to be on their show, their platforms, people I do not otherwise know. So um, I think that speaks for itself. So I'm very grateful to everybody who supports the message. And and this is from a from a credibility perspective, you started, you've overcome this, you've done this yourself. Absolutely. And then now have delivered it to so many clients. Absolutely. Well, I think what's working for me is the fact that there is a a conduit and a, a marriage between my prior vocation of 25 years as a senior manager in, uh, social services, crisis management specifically. So for every demographic, every client, every staff team, every mission statement, it all unfortunately uh, was predicated on fear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to, you know, the first word that came to my mouth was that was beautiful, but that wasn't, that doesn't feel like the right word. How about that's very harmonious, that's very synergistic with, with Synerg- you Absolutely, are. absolutely. And as you know, I don't believe in coincidences. So I've had, between my own life experiences and between what I had prior in 25 years of social management, crisis management specifically, and then as an entrepreneur, fully branded with Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald for the past six years, it's something I've definitely honed. I've honed the fear muscle and the fear message, Living Fearlessly message. Gotcha. And, and how do you, you, you already mentioned it a little bit. How do you go about sharing that credibility? Well, I share the success stories of other people. It's not just about ramping up my own stuff in terms of who it is I'm showcasing on a weekly basis on my international platforms. It's also celebrating and uh, championing the people who have really risen uh, and have eradicated fear in their own lives. So every opportunity I have to plug them, to endorse them, to connect them, to refer them, I do. And I do lovingly and I do respectfully. And actually, you do that a lot. And you're also you're you're fairly active on social media in terms of getting being not just a somebody who's posting all the time, although you post a lot of stuff and and you you tag lots of people in a good way, but you're also responding to questions and being interactive with people. 
You know, I, I actually have gotten away from tagging. Um, I've got, I, I have tagged. Uh, I tag the people who I'm specifically making mention of or I want the, the spotlight to be on. Um, but because I'm about organic, I want people to be drawn to me naturally, not because they're cute, uh, not because they feel obligated. I'm very much about transparency and I'm really much about free will. So for people who want to flock to my social media or something I have uploaded specifically resonates with them, they're their own consumer. They're, you know, they can make their own decisions. They're discerning. So uh, if my, if my message lands, then that's great. I don't, I don't need to force people to come to me. I hear you, but they come to you because. Because I'm living fearlessly. Because you are absolutely. So if you're watching this, you're listening to this, you're feeling and understanding either for yourself or someone, you know, and and fear in some way, shape, or form has immobilized some activity that you need to do, Mm -hmm. you should be reaching out to Lisa McDonald. Lisa, how best should people reach out to you? Uh, People could reach me via my website, which is lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. Uh, sorry, that was my email. I've got too many. Handles. That's right. I got that one. <laughs> I, I think I, okay, we got email, but let's. Uh, yes, okay. livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. I've got a contact page there. I'm all over social media. Um, you know, my phone number, I'm very public in putting it out. Uh, 289-684-7707. I work with clients in all four corners of the world. Uh, you can find me on C-Suite Radio Network. You can find me on the Contact Talk Radio Network. You can find me at your personal preference for how you would like to connect. Beautiful. Well, thank you. for Thank, thank you, you so much for sharing you your You are very lovely, very generous, <laughs> and very gracious as usual. I think the world of you as you know. Oh, thank you so much. And 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 I would say for those watching, those listening, click on the like button, share with your friends, bring more people to Lisa McDonald, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Real Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Thanks, Mitchell. Love and gratitude. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Real Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.